Schmortz. Listening to CITR Radio FM 102 K 
table, 88.5. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, brand new from Jello Biafra and the Gitmo School of Medicine, MonteCarlo.com. Dot com, Monte Carlo. On Alternative Tentacles Records. Today on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, interviews with Currency. Two interviews I did with the rapper Currency from New Orleans, one from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, and one brand new one from a couple weeks ago. Also an interview with Little B from Berkeley, California, rapper Little B, and a live brand new interview with Mikey Erg from the Ergs. And Mikey's going to be phoning in in about an hour to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. Mikey from the Ergs is going to be playing in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada this Tuesday night at the Railway Club. So today on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, two interviews with Currency, an interview with Lil B, and an interview with Mikey Erg. And to prepare you for all that, here's something that kind of relates to Mikey Erg, and I want to ask him about this. Old school. Mikey Erg plays in Leftover Crack, and Leftover Crack at one time had a member from the band Old School in it. Uh, AKA Old Skull. Sorry about that. How dare I make that mistake? Old Skull, not Live Skull. I always get those confusions all mixed up there back and forth. Confusion is sex. Now, track nine on this particular CD, tried to find a vinyl, couldn't find it, is Homeless by Old Skull. So we're going to hear Homeless by Old Skull, followed up by Where the Herb Is. Do you all know where the herb is? And then an interview with the Herbmeister himself, Currency, all on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR, FM 102, Cable 88.5, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Old Skull. <laughs> Oh! 
I'm Currency. From? New Orleans. Welcome to Austin, Texas. I'm having a good time. The weed's good. Can I talk about the weed? The weed's good. All right. Yo, the weed's good in Austin. Uh, I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, I definitely smoked some weed that was from Cali, but it was in Austin. So the weed in Austin's good. Yeah. Now, what I was wondering, Currency, Chicago, Harold's Chicken. What's the deal in Harold? Yo, a mild, the mild sauce at Harold's Chicken is fucking worth its weight in gold. I don't know if you've had a six-piece from Harold's. I, I'll fly you to Chicago when South by Southwest is over. That's like Monday or Tuesday. You meet me in Chicago, we'll fucking get a fucking uh, six-piece, dog, and then you'll know. It's the serious deal. It's like ebony and ivory, man. <laughs> Hubig Pies from New Orleans. I don't eat the Hubig Pie. Yo, that's what's crazy. I'm fr- what are they for people that don't know? Fried, right? Actually, it's a fried uh, fruit pie. They make like lemon, they make apple, and they glaze it with all kind of sugary goodness. But I don't do the Hubig's Pie, man. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I, have, I haven't had any, you know? Was your first rap currency a Dennis the Menace rap? Absolutely it was. It was called, uh, what was the name of it? What was the name of it? Uh, Mr. Wilson. That was, that was the enemy, right? That, that was the old head? Yeah, so it was about Mr. Wilson and uh, me, like, fucking breaking all this shit up. And, and then my homie had a verse that he fucking took some money out of, the cha- out of his car and bought a starter jacket. We, like, we fucked over Mr. Wilson really bad. So, I know it's almost a gangster song. That was, like, my most violent record that I ever wrote. It's like see crime. Currency, what can you tell me about right here, this particular group that we have here that I'd like to ask you about right here, Mr. Camp? Camplo. Oh my goodness, yo, uh, the foundation, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know me, if you follow me, you know that there's a language that I speak that only my friends really understand, and I talk a pilot talk, I kind of got my own language, and, and these, are, these are two people who definitely had their own language. You'll listen to these verses, and if, you don't, if you're not really a part of it, you don't really understand what they mean, you know what I'm saying? All the words have double meanings, you know what I'm saying? This shit is the illest. You sample them too, right? Yeah, I've rapped over a few of their beats, man. I rapped over Cooley High. I rapped over Lucini. Uh, I want to rap over beats from Let's Do It Again, but I can't find instrumentals. But this is Trill. And I'm so impressed by the questions and the shit you asked me, dog, because I really know that you know what's popping, dog. So just for you to have this in that bag is crazy. So this is like not no fake shit, straight up. High or not, this is Trill. Yeah. Really appreciate that currency. Yes, huh? Uh, I'm not. Would you, do, you don't already have it? I would like a vinyl. I just wanted the vinyl, you know what I'm saying? But it's cool. You can, well, you can have it, Currency. You can have that. Put him on, uh, I put him on spot and I won. All right, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> what can you tell me about the Zulu Parade and the Coconut Toss? It passes right by my new house. Uh, the Zulu Parade, I watched it pass up by my window. My mom got a... Uh, my mom got... Like a gang of bees, some pearls, but the coconuts were passed to babies. Like babies get coconuts, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever got the coconut tossed to you? When I was a little kid, when I was a little kid, like people held me up on their shoulders because the Zulu guy, the Zulu people would be, oh yeah, we'll give one a little dude. I had the little cheeks going on. I was a cute little kid, so they would just give me shit, you know? It was a good time. And you're a currency here in Austin, Texas, and currency, I also, I also wanted to ask you about right here, could you tell me about the 504 boys? Oh. Yo, I can't have this, huh? <laughs> Is this the wait, 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 wait. Were you on this particular one? Yo, I'm not on this cut. 
But this one has uh, Pusha T and Crazy on it. And I know this song like the back of my hand. Like, I could write the lyrics out right now, you know? I want, I can't. Dude, are you like fucking a DJ also? What are you doing with all this shit? I just love currency. Yo, this is the trailers. I'm keeping this, whether you say so or not. Okay. Uh, yo, shout shout out to Master P, man, because um, you know he showed he she definitely like showed me a few things. You know, every situation I've been in, I picked up some shit, and I definitely got some game from PS. Well, how long were you in the 504 boys? What can you tell the people about that? 2002 to wow, yo, maybe like fucking four years, dog. I did my thing over there, yo. Four years on, four years on the tank, man. Straight up. You did some movies with Master P, right? Wow. Yes, I did. Those are funny. Have you seen me? No. Yo, it's a good time, dog. Malibu's most wanted. Oh, Malibu's most wanted. Fucking still bout it. Decisions with little Romeo. Yo, I was like in all of those movies for like fucking 14 seconds. But I definitely thought I was killing it, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't tell me I wasn't Denzel Washington, but you go watch those. I'm in, I'm in Alexis counting money and still balling. I mean, still about it like a real gangster, like talking shit. Master P calls me like, yo, it's time. Like, it's time to do some gangster shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still about it. You know, like some crazy shit. Go find that shit. You know, I don't hide from my past. I definitely did that shit. So go find it, you know what I'm saying? Currency, do you like girls in socks? I like girls in socks. I'm not a fan of toes. Uh, I don't because I don't like when the second toe goes past the big toe. And a lot of girls have that, and it freaks me out. You know, so sometimes the prettiest girls, the prettiest girls have the second toe going past the big toe, and it freaks me out. I like when they go like you know it should be on a on a on an angle like that. You know what I'm saying? So I try to get that, but I don't really like feet. But I have to have it have to be like that. You know? You like some aqua socks for girls, right? Aqua socks are a good investment. Uh, uh, the Isotona socks with the grip on the bottom, you could get those too. I like to see chicks in those. You could walk around the house in those all day. That's good. Currency, I'd like to ask you about this particular joint right here. Have you ever heard of this guy, Gregory D from New Orleans? Oh, where the fuck is Gregory D at? That's what I was wondering. Who is this guy? I know nothing about him. Yo, Musa. Gregory D. Yo, this is the best interview ever. So, yo, Gregory D. Gregory D made a song about people getting their chains popped. Yo, back up a little bit with that. It's like, it's like, it's almost like, a, it's kind of like, yeah, all right. Pause. All right, so, uh, this dude made a fucking, uh, he made a song about people getting their chains popped, trying to go to a dance, a high school dance. It was going down in New Orleans. He made a song about the original drug dealers. Yo, this was fucking crazy. Crazy, Gregory D. I never even seen this. This is tight. And you are currency at Austin, Texas. Here, so he's like, he's like, it's like almost like, like I'm in jail, dude. Like, like, <laughs> like stop that shit. Well, big Chris playing really loud in the background. We want people to hear currency. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, Big Chris killing it. What'd you say? Anything? Yes. Uh, I like to say, I would like to say something about the ski beat used from '96. Use a ski beat from '96. Uh, ski beat, ski beats made audio dope in fucking 1996, and he had it sitting in the fucking Mackie or whatever the fucking beat machine is and he just was going through some shit trying to erase space in his hard drive to make room for new beats and I heard that and I was like nah that's it right there.
So, yeah. What's bus bingo currency? Bus bingo. Yo, where's Shipes? Shipes! That's fucking bus bingo right there. Yo, he just asked me what's bus bingo. Yo, bring him over here. Who is it? Please explain. Who's Shipes? This is Johnny Shipes. This is fucking, this is my bus bingo buddy. I don't know, you know, get, you have to look for it on Vimeo. Fucking, uh, yo. He's been stalking me for you for like three weeks. Yo, for real. He's the coolest guy ever, man. Yo, fucking look up bus bingo. But this is my, oh shit. Wait. Come here, come here. This is getting awesome. This is getting crazy. What up? Yo, why, don't, don't, don't be upset about the mic. He gets a little, like, it's all, it's, it's crazy what he does. But no, I want, I want you to know this. This guy throws people off the stage. He's definitely thrown, how many people? One person at the Big Sean show. how close he gets with the mic. It almost, like, makes you upset. It's crazy. <laughs> but I just wanted to see if you would want to, like, do him something. I wanted to see. What's your temper's handling? He's a good guy, yeah. Hustle Simmons. Follow him on Twitter, man. Don't sleep. Lighting up. Palooza. And lastly, your currency, I'm just going through a whole bunch of joints here with you, trying to find out, you know, information of, like, what's going on here. I know what's the, happening. The big timers here. Some background, the big timers. Uh, so what about it? I just like some background on them. What is, do you have any connection to the big timer? Yeah. Uh, well, this guy, Brian, is the uh, boss of Cash Money Records. Uh, he's got a uh, he's got like a fucking Benz that's a million and a half dollars right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's tight. He's from New Orleans. And uh, you got the money to bring me to Chicago. Lived a few miles from my house. You know what I'm saying? And there's a relation. And you got the money to bring me to Chicago for some heralds. Yeah, I will fly you to Chicago for some heralds. Yeah, I'm bringing him to Chicago for a six-piece heralds, man. And you are currency, aren't you? Because there's other currency. Yeah, yeah, you said you had one more question, and you just asked me if I was currency, so that was your one more question. I'm about oh, to you, are, oh, no. oh, actually, we have to, uh, before currency, anything else you want to... time is R. Kelly. Thanks so much, currency. BG. What up, baby? Gregory D. <laughs> 504 boys. Damn it. Camp Low, I came up. Some of those don't have... Eat you, man. Jet Life. No, uh, currency and do do the loot do Currency. do do the loot do That's pretty good. Uh, currency, please. do 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 the loot do Does that, uh, He's not getting his way. That worked, though. Crazy. You did it. He's not getting his way. No, That's currency, crazy. I need the cutaways. Huh? We have the cutaways. Currency, can we have the cutaways? What? Currency, the cutaways. We need to get some let's cutaways. Go. Oh, man, let's do it. And do do the loot do and I'm currency, and I'm chilling, and this is the homie, man. Straight up, I don't know what to say. Million dollar pants, two million dollars on the hat, motherfucker. Jet life, let's do it. At that ascot, for your ascot, motherfucker. Let's go. Yo, do 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 do. You're fucking crazy. Do 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 do. You're fucking crazy, do do. Oh,
Welcome to Harold's, ma'am. Take your order. Yeah, can I get a six piece and a pop? What would you like on that? Mouse song. Fresh Check, 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 check. Oh man, yo, don't hit me in the face with that mic, dog. Who are you? Currency, the hat spitter. Currency, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be here, man. Now, Currency, the last time I saw you, we were in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I had a good time. That's a good jacket you got, too. What? It's clean. Oh, thank you, Currency. Now, what happened to the records that you took from me? What happened exactly? They're at my house. They're on my entertainment center. Gregory D, Camp Low. Uh, you gave me another record, but... It, the Big Timers. The Big Timers didn't make it to, to my... <laughs> it didn't make it to my entertainment center. Center. So, but uh, but the uh, Gregory D and the Camp Low, they're definitely up there. So, right Currency, now. here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So, I thought I'd begin by giving you some gifts, some more Camp Low. Me with vinyl. This I is thought, a gift. I thought you would never put I saw an interview. I saw you interview. I saw you interviewing Lil Wayne. You told him that uh, you had some vinyls and I took them. So I thought maybe that you felt some way about vinyls. I thought you wouldn't bring vinyls around me again. And you brought vinyls around me that I kind of want. No, these are for you. I'm bringing Camp Lowe. Oh, they are. So, so this is the idea. Thank you. I'm bringing you the Camp Low because you loved it so much. I figured I'd give you some gifts. And then this one, I give you the gifts. Now you can't take anymore. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So you get buttered up. So you gave it to me. And also another thing I would like to ask you about. This is not a gift. I'm going to say this is not a gift. These guys, the Ghetto Mafia. Oh, shit. Yo, this is it. Yo, I use their instrumental, uh, I use the instrumental, the, uh, indicator for, uh, Jordan 3's on my Smokey Robinson mixtape with Cannon. Cannon. Can, can you say that? Cannon. Can you say that? I always say stuff for you. You should say that. Cannon. Oh, what say- can you tell me about the Ghetto Mafia? Cannon. Oh, alright. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Ghetto Mafia. Yo, they had, they had a video where they were wrapped up uh, like blunts. I don't smoke blunts. I smoke papers. But in the video, they were both wrapped up uh, like two. Uh, I don't know what they smoked in in, in in the deck back then. They're straight from Decatur, and they sold drugs together. And they they did their raps. And one time, they stole this one dude's car, and uh, they they took the cell phone and the rims and all of that. That was all in the song. You know, you got a lighter. Last time, I talked. Lighter, right? I don't have a lighter, but thing, yo, it's like. 
You're so fast. Like, are you sure you're not going to hit me? Yes, I'm sure. Practice, you know? I've been practicing a long time. Okay, all right. Because I know I have to deliver quality for the currency spitter. <laughs> so, you're from New Orleans. Did you ever get involved in second line dancing, like over houses and stuff? Nah, I never did. Uh, my mom was in a graduate. When I graduated, my mom second lined because she was so happy that I graduated. She was like so glad I got out of school that she joined a second line line. Like, it just went crazy due to that. Did you have any relatives at all in jazz bands at all, Currency? That owned any jazz bands? Or did it been in any jazz bands at all? Uh, I got like cousins and stuff that I'm sure have played some music. I mean, my dad, my dad was in a group called Point of View. Uh, he's got some vinyl floating around. We'll see if you can pull that off next time I line up with you. Uh, Point of View. They had like the number one record in some city. It wasn't in New Orleans, but yeah, I don't know. My dad did his thing. Well, I don't have any point of view for you, Currency, but I do have another gift for you. This poster here of an influence on you, Currency. What could this be? All right, without me opening it? Without opening it? You get to open it just before you open it. So, so I guess right now, this is a musical. Okay. Is this like a Snoop poster? Could be any genre. Oh, it's not. Okay, I said it could be a Snoop Dogg poster, but... What you say? I'm assuming it's not. I gotta see. I don't know. I can't guess, dog. It's a gift for you, Currency. Uh, all right. It's a gift for me. I can't guess what it is. How am I doing on the mic? You're doing good. You're not invading my personal space. Last time it felt like, you know, felt like you were making advances at me. But this time it's okay. Oh, shit, man. Yo, you're so tight. Is this for me, for my crib? That's for you. Get this frame, man. So, yeah. Anybody who gives a shit about me knows how I feel about this group and this guy right here in particular, Pause, and just the life and uh, and the explanation of the life that they lived. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. This is tight, bro. You kind of it's kind of crazy that you did this on camera. You should have just gave me this. Now, it was saying my name outside. Winding up here with Currency backstage at the Fortune Sound Club, I have another gift for you. You were scared by Thriller, weren't you? You were scared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's about to happen? Well, I have some Thriller gum for you from the Not 80s. <laughs> I would like you to eat this. Fuck no. I won't eat it. It will turn me into a werewolf. I will not do this. I can't believe you brought this. It's actual gum. Yeah, that's cool. I won't eat it. And this is exactly like not... Yo, you should have gave me this first and then covered it up with this. Because right now, I'm not really... Well, Currency, the fun can do is because here we are in Canada. I think of Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, well, I like, I like that too. They got a good look. You know, New York Jets. I get confused by Jets. And I have something to set you straight. Here are the real Jets, yeah, a gift for you. about this. I knew this was going to show up sooner or later. Somebody put this on YouTube, and I knew that this group was going to come for me sooner or later. Um, I hope that they don't reach out to me for copyright infringement. <laughs> it looks like they should be doing pretty well off. I remember they had a few videos, so I don't think they're going to come behind me. And Girl Talk. This guy did really good in Saved by the Bell as A.C. Slater. You don't remember that? Haboom! Yeah, he did good. And she's in, uh, she's playing on the game now. That's like the Tia Tamara chick. Yeah, she's doing good. Uh, Currency, what about sex in the Cartoon Network? Raymond. 
What? Sex in the Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah, some people like to uh, have sex to R&B music and smooth tunes. I don't have time to do that. I'm usually, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to do it. The family guy will tune it out for a little while. We'll catch it when it swings back on for 2 o'clock. We'll fuck at 12. At 2, when it comes back on, we'll watch it and pay attention that time. Currency, I interviewed Marilyn Manson, and he told me he had sex 11 times a day. Are you anywhere near there? Like with with another person? I didn't actually ask. I mean, he probably was like squeezing one off 11 times a day. You know what I'm saying? He probably like that. He probably did that. I don't know, yo. But how about somebody like yourself, though? 11 times Marilyn Manson? Not 11 times a day, you know? Any number at all currency you can throw out there? It's a little personal, man. I don't know. Uh, three. Three's cool. Three's cool. Three's cool. And the reason I ask you stuff, Currency, is you really know the answers. You really know your rap history. And this is something I actually asked Lil Wayne, and he didn't know the answer. There's this particular compilation here called Fat Rap Tracks. Okay. And if you turn it over, look, Lil Wayne is on here with a guy called T. Smalls and Big... Whoa. Big balls. And I said, who the hell is T. Smalls? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! T. Smalls and Big Balls. Yes, and, and I said to Little Wayne, who is T. Smalls and Big Balls? He says, I don't know, but I got paid. I'm sure he did. Do you have any idea who T. Smalls and Big Balls is? No, but I, w- I almost want to pull some of this up. I want, I want to check this out. I don't. Where are they from? Tea Smalls and Big Balls. Well, here you are in Vancouver, Currency. You're staying at a lot of hotels. What are some tips for not getting kicked out of a hotel? Yo, the fucking gaps between the door and the floor out here are fucking ridiculous. So you need like you need like two towels, wet those, uh, make coffee, crack the window. Uh, there's no shower caps in these bathrooms. Uh, fucking take rubber bands and use the ice the ice bag. Fucking put that around the smoke detector and just uh, smoke it down. Raw papers, not a. <laughs> not a blunt. Raw papers, man, like these. Sometimes they look like blunts, you know what I'm saying? So people are fooled, you know? But that's just because it's unbleached. You don't want to smoke bleach, you know what I'm saying? You see what it does to your clothes? Imagine what it would do to your lungs. Lastly, currency here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Every time somebody comes to Vancouver, I like to welcome them by giving them gifts. But the ultimate gift is something that I've given Snoop Dogg and Lil Wayne. It's a Tommy Chong gift. I want it. And you're getting the Tommy Chong gift. It's right here. Cheech oh, and Chong record. In it. Yo, and now, Chino, open this up. Show what is happening here inside. I know what this is, man. Pull it out. Pull it out right now. Pull it out. Show the people how big it is. How do you keep pulling this off? How many? How did you? I thought these were all, like, out of existence. I don't even understand this, dog. I'm very lucky. There's a big cache at Neptune Records in Vancouver, so I'm able to just pull them off and give them to people. Oh, amazing. Yo, I don't even know if I'm... I might not roll up with this until I've cleared... Show the people how big that is. That is pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm just going to take a portion out of it and maybe roll me a joint when I clear another million. Not right now, though. And notice it's not stained or anything like that. Fresh for you currency. From me, Nardwar, to Human Serviette. man. Yo, I don't know what to do, man. I'm... Yo, fuck it, man. You're a good dude. Yo, come on, man. I'm not walking off or anything. I'm glad we fucking uh, did the the one thing in Austin, but but this right here fucking trumps that by far, man. I got a gang of shit. I didn't have to steal anything. Thanks, man. I don't know. Well, thanks so much, Currency. Keep on... You're solid. And fucking... I got this. 
And if you've seen the Jets Go video, you know what this is. So I'll be staying away from shysty ladies because they try to steal this. Well, thanks so much, Currency. Keep on rocking in the free world. And do, do the loot, do. In the free world. Do, 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 do. Yeah! I said it, motherfucker. And look what's in my. Uh, 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 that's why that bitch tried to get away with my motherfucking box. Do, <laughs> do. I read it on Twitter all the time when y'all like, yo, why you not coming through? You need to come to Vancouver, you bro. Come smoke some of this PC. Why you not here? I was slipping. I was slipping. Y'all got so weird. I don't know. I need some motherfucking Yo, they got some motherfucking weed out here. are you? Little B the bass guy. Little B, welcome to Austin, Texas. Swag. How the hell are you? Whoop. Great. Just got off the stage with P. Diddy? Yes, sir. Here you are in Austin, Texas. Little B, you were in a band called The Pack, weren't you? Yeah, still in it. Still in it. And right off the bat, I have a gift for you from a band from Vancouver, BC, Canada called The... Pack AD. We will... We kill computers. Yes, and you killed their band name because they used to be the pack, and then they got approached by your management. Really? Now they're giving you their record, Little B. Thank you. From one pack to the other pack. Were you aware of all the different packs that are out there? Wow, no, I wasn't. I mean, check this out, Little B. There was the band The Pack from Germany. Oh, my God. This is amazing. And there was another pack right here from England as well, The Pack. This is great. What do you have to say about all the different packs that are out there? Specifically the pack from Vancouver. Any message, Little B, from the pack from Vancouver? Um, the pack from Vancouver has a great photographer. And um, I like the hair. And you are Little B in Austin, Texas. Little B, have you ever thought about buying MySpace? One day. You know, really, what I, I'm, I already conquered MySpace. I've conquered Facebook. And... Um, but yeah, I might want to buy MySpace one day, one day, buy into it or own it. And I love the way you thank the threads, too. You thank the threads. The threads. Yeah, you know I love threads. Shouts out to 4chan, all the internet hackers, man. Anybody that's on the internet over all day in your slouch, your back hurts. You know what I mean? Carpal tunnel. I love you. Internet all day. We're, we're hurting. Radiation from the computer is hurting my eyes. I love it. I will not stay off the net. And what do I feel about this pack? I the pack from Germany. The pack from Germany has a great style. Dude has some great hair. And Little B, speaking of style and stuff, check this record out. Music for... Uh, La Carte. Music for... Oh, Cooking with Gas. Music that's... And that's more rare and well done. Hey, very rare. Cooking and rare. Cooking and rare. Is this the inspiration, Little B? Man, this might. As long as it, well, no, no drugs or anything good. This is as long as this is positive. This is good. And this is inspiration. No, Little B. I want to ask you. I have a gift here for you. Was it Choppa that inspired the cooking dance? Yes, Choppa from making a band. I did see his one video. He didn't inspire the cooking dance. He was doing a dance in one of his videos, and um, but he didn't know it was the cooking dance, and I actually created it. But he did a dance, and I liked it, and I put my originality on it, and now it's the cooking dance. And this is for you, Chopper's 12-inch Little B. Thank you. Shouts out to Chopper.
No. Now, Little B, when you were in New York at Santos Party House, people were putting up spatulas, bringing spatulas. Yes, yes, yes. Bless you. No, bless them, man. You know, everybody's having fun right now, man. It's the stage. Everybody's just, you know, we laughing, we're growing together, and we having a great time. You know what I mean? And Little B, I wanted to ask you, do you think you could just demonstrate just quickly? I have this apron here. It's a ludicrous. Uh, you can put the records down if you like. This is a ludicrous apron, a promo item from Ludacris. That's what's up. Shouts out to Luda, man. Oh, this is chicken and beer. You know, uh, Luda's, man, Luda, every album, man, is a classic. You know what I mean? Like, Luda's really, uh, go to sleep, ho. Do you think you could put that on? And I also brought along, all the way from Canada, a spatula for you to perhaps demonstrate, Little B, the cook and dance for the people that don't know. And maybe a little freestyle if you could. This is only for you, man. It's only for you. Oh, I really appreciate that, Little B. Little B in the house here at South by Southwest. Just finished an amazing gig. What had you do this backstage but couldn't get backstage? But now we're outstage here, ready to go with the cooking dance. You got it all done right. As you see, this is the first and this is the only way. Real cook, you know what I mean? Chef like this, man. Tied to the front, you know, real motherly. Soccer momish. 40-year-old soccer momish. 40-year-old soccer mom, bass freestyle. I got money in my palm. All the girls love me. I'm in Canada. Got a spatula. Hammer up. Cameras. Hey. It's like. And what about a bit of, yeah, a bit of, a, do, do, do. This how, hey, this is how you hit that swag, bro. You like, swag, Noah, swag, swag. Canada, Canada, swag. You are the master chef, little B. I love it. Now, master chef, I got to give you a gift here of a master chef that you absolutely love. La Chat. Is La Chat the master chef, the female master chef? La Chat, oh my God, I got love for La Chat, man. Shouts out to La Chat, man. I don't know how you knew this. You're good. I got love for La Chat. I buy her music. And that's for you, a gift. Thank you. Now, little B, I have a quote for you. Food and drink related. Hose on my dick because I look like... Matlock. Fanta. Oh, got me. Okay, okay. I thought you said that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. But you got me, though. Okay. Yeah, hose on my dick because I look like Fanta. Not taste like Fanta, but I look... What does somebody look like when they look like Fanta? Very tangy. Very tangy. Little B, Beast God started with one supporter. Who was the first supporter? His name was Victor McCartney. And um, he was on MySpace, you know, he was like one of my friends from MySpace and he just kept showing me love. I kept doing it for him, one person, just kept making music and he pushed me. Little B, it's very positive, the stuff you do. I absolutely love it. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I'm here to spread love with the people and, you know, bring us all closer with this music, kind of break down the judgments and, you know, just show everybody like we all one and we could all be together and, you know, just don't judge people and have fun, man. Like, you know, you see, we here, like, I mean, you know, we could all be friends and just be cool, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and bring our differences and show them that really difference is nothing. Like, and I really appreciate it, Little B. You took extra time to get back to me. I really appreciate this happening. I even used the hashtag today, based. I use that today on Twitter. Respect. Hashtag base. Hashtag swag. Hashtag whoop. You know what I mean? No, I guess I was a little curious about that. Is there a course at UC Berkeley for based God? Well, you know, they were talking about me at UC Berkeley. I'm sure that they have something in the works. You know, a bunch of... Um, of the teachers there, they love me, and I love them, you know, and some of my theories and my philosophies. Um, so hopefully one day they will be doing some more stuff, and I'm excited. 
Is Little B into punk rock like in Gilman? Have you ever been to Gilman Street, the punk rock place? I have not been to the Gilman. I I want to go there now that I'm, you know, my roots are getting more into punk rock. And you know what I mean? So Gilman is a place I definitely want to go. And I do feel, you know, I'm very punk rock, like, you know, Mars Volta. You know what I mean? I'm on that hype. You know what I mean? How about the P wins, baby, my bro. How about the People's Park in Berkeley? Have you been there at all? Yeah, you know, I have been to the People's Park. You know, that's a place where I won one of my first uh, basketball tournament championships, you know. So, you know, I felt good about that. And, um, yeah, People's Park is a lot of great people. Berkeley breeds a lot of accepting people. And, you know, you can be yourself and be different and go there and, you know, do your thing, man. You won't feel too weird because it's going to be somebody weirder than you. Little B Soldier Boy, you met him. Did you see his remote control chain? Does Soldier Boy have a remote control chain? Yeah, you know, God bless Soldier Boy, man. That's the bro. He has a remote con- remote control chain. He's just a legend, man. He has a great style and a great sense of, uh, you know, jewelry, fashion, and fashion. You know, he's a good guy. Pretty good, though, though. He wouldn't wear the ludicrous apron, would he? That is one hell of a good style. Yeah, man. You know, shouts out to Ludacris. Ludacris, man, tell Luda he owes me a song now because I'm wearing your apron, Luda. So I'm going to need a song with you, brother. Winding up here, Little B, want to ask you about this particular fellow here who I think who, who I think might be an influence on you, Cormega. I love Cormega. You are out of the ballpark because you are, you know. You know, Cormega is a legend, and Cormega is a very big influence. Cormega, AZ, Nas, MF Doom, MF Grimm, Ninth Prince, you know what I mean? Cool G Rap, Young Chris, a lot of people. And you notice we got your back, too. The light has dimmed, too, so people can't see the apron right now. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm, I'm going to take it off. Luda, we need to work together. I've been wearing your apron. I'm about to take it off now. Little B, you have a song called Oprah Winfrey, don't you? Right. Have you ever heard of the artist known as Wesley Willis? He has a song called Oprah Winfrey as well. He's a really prolific artist. Passed away now. Ever heard of him, Wesley Willis? God bless him. Now I have, and, um, you know, God bless Wesley Willis, though. You know what I mean? Off top. Much love to him. Little B, lastly, I've got to ask you about YouTube here. What are the best tags to put on your video for YouTube? What are your favorite tags? What are the best ones to get viewers? Um, Little B, the bass guy, cooking dance, swag, you know, uh... Lil B, Wonton Suit, Lil B, Ellen DeGeneres, Lil B, the bass guy, bass guy, bass world, bass freestyle, bass music, Bay Area, Lil B, bass. <laughs> what about for me, Nardward, a human serviette? If I won't get people to watch videos, what do I need to tag? Like in the early days, a little B. Not where I'm the shit. I have bitches on my dick. That'll do it. That will do it. Little B, lastly here, uh, what about a Lillapalooza of little bands, like Little Romeo, Little Bow Wow? Have you thought of that at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking look, look, the little artists are on top now, man. Like, I was I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like, all the artists with Lil in the front are winning. Lil Wayne, Lil B. Lillapalooza time, isn't it? Lil Pal- Lily. Lily Palooza. For Little B. Backstage here. Finally, any last comments here as we hear people cleaning up here after your big gig? You cleaned up here in South by Southwest Austin. Any other comments, Little B? Man, I headlined. I shut it down. South by Southwest is amazing. Shouts out to Diddy. We uh, we went nuts, man. He's a real legend. And um, I'm going to go pee. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Little B? Um, I love you guys. Stay positive. Shouts out to Canada. Respect everybody. And, um, you know, just keep showing love, man. And, you know, I'm here to stay. Keep spreading this love. And, um, 
you know, don't judge a book by its cover and buy my book. Well, thanks much, Little B. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Do the loot do, Nardwar. DJ Spins, we rocking. Pretty boy, swag. I'm in there, kid. Shots to all my shells. Whipping up them five star meals, man. Let that boy cook. DJ Spins, Lil B. Everything bass, nigga. This is my cooking dance, cooking dance. This my cooking dance. I'm in the kitchen and I'm whipping up that other damn. I can't think of nothing wrong with that. But you can suck my dick, bitch. Cause I'm worth a hundred racks. This my cooking dance, cooking dance. This my cooking dance. I'm in the kitchen and I'm whipping up my cooking damn. Drake. I couldn't think of nothing around with that. Swag. But suck my dick, cause I'm worth about a hundred stacks. Cook, 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 cook. Drive, 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 drive. Driving down the road, right by the ocean. I got bitches on my toes. Drake, that's a pretty boy swag. Pretty boy swagging on you fucking hoes. I do this. This one for the people. I do this. Cooking in the kitchen, whipping up the dishes. Bows in the trash can, soldiers do the Smoking on that perk, white berry on my hustle. Used to stay in baseball, guess that's why they hate me. That's on that Simpson Road, that Westside that was 99. I was smoking hella perk, and them hoes were looking fine. I was young then, with them J's that ain't came out yet. Now I'm old, create a Rex, a hundred thousand, catch my check, I'm cooking. Cook, chef, steak, knife, 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 chef, chef, chef. Cook, uh, cook, swag, knife, chef, pot, chef, uh, pot, and uh, I had cook. nothing to rhyme about. Gun bass guys, Whoop. Whoop. my dick Whoop. when they came. Swag. All these bitches know that we know them. Obvious. All these bitches know that we cash. Swag. Obvious. All these bitches know that we got money. Obvious. All these bitches know that they fucking. Obvious. Goddamn, we came in with that big swag. Goddamn, bass guy. Goddamn, we need to stop. Swag, 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 swag. Niggas swagging to the millennium. Pretty boys, yeah, man, we swag. We trillin'. Swag. Cause we trillin'. Real young niggas from the hood. Like we kill. But we not no kill. Cocaine audio. Goddamn, came in. I'm feeling like Fabio. Feeling so fabulous. And I believe it's not butter. Bitches of my day. Cause I look like their brother. No incest. Bitch, cut that check. Young Bates got with 50 on that neck. Yeah. Chef. Chef. Cook. Knife. Knife. Chef. And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Let me correct that. Cable 88.5. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard a little bit of Little B and Soldier Boy with some cook and dance in there. And before that, an interview with Little B. And before that, two interviews with currency. One from, well, just a couple weeks ago, and one from South by Southwest this year. Now, joining me on the line right now is a caller. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello. I'm here. <clears throat> Who are you? My name is Mikey Erg. 
Mikey, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Thanks for having me. Now, Mikey, you're Mikey Erg from what? You're from, quote, every single band that exists, unquote, aren't you? Basically. Uh, I, I'm, I'm working my way through them all. But spe- spe- specifically for Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, you're coming here this Tuesday to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, to the Railway Club. What's going That's on right. there? Uh, I'm playing a solo show opening up for Dave Hawes of The Loved Ones and uh, Tony Sly of No Use for a Name. Part of a big tour that puts in a few Canadian dates, but specifically here in Vancouver at the Railway Club this Tuesday night. It's Mikey Erg. Does anybody call you Mickey Erg at all, Mikey? Because, you know, I, I yes. think, you know, where's Mickey, where's Mikey, you know, does that happen? I've heard that a few times, yeah. People, people get it wrong. My dad's name is Mickey. It's pretty funny. So I, I guess I, you know, it's like it's like I'm my dad or something when they call me that. Well, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, <laughs> Mikey Erg the second quote from every single band that exists, and further quote is taking over to. <clears throat> I'm just choking here because probably you're sick of, uh, I think it's like the gods probably saying you're sick of being asked about being in all these bands, but quote, <clears throat> is taking over the world one band at a time. Those were comments that I read on YouTube. Yeah. Now, here is, another, um, here is another one, Mikey Erg. Quote, this was the first song by the Ergs I heard and probably the one I listened to the most. Nice. <laughs> what song was that? What song do you think they would be referring to? Oh, hmm. This was the first song by the Ergs I ever heard, and probably the one I listened to the most. Uh, the Pray for Rain. Was that the Adult Swim song? Oh, no, that's all. Is that, is that the song, the, the Adult Swim song? Yes, the Adult Swim song. What can you say about that to the people out there? The Adult um, Swim Ergs <laughs> Connection. We are we were we were friends with uh, a man named MC Chris, who used to work for uh, Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, and he he came to me and asked if we could do a sort of Descendants esque kind of like their Wiener Schnitzel or something, but with just naming all the shows that were on the Adult Swim lineup, coming up with a hardcore song for that. So we just we wrote it in about ten minutes and recorded it in about you know as long as it took to play it. And is that your and, most uh, well-known song, do you think? Uh, I don't know. It might be. It, we, uh, it, def- it certainly was on TV a lot when, when they first started airing it. We, it was kind of weird to wake up in the middle of the night, like to fall asleep at someone's house with Cartoon Network on and then wake up to my own screaming voice at 3 in the morning when it would come on. <laughs> And I just had an interview earlier on the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show with Currency, and Currency says that he has sex to the Cartoon Network. So people are having sex to your song. <laughs> that's, that's great. With TVs, <laughs> how important are TVs to Mikey Erg? Because Mikey, upstairs, downstairs, that's a TV reference. It's actually a, um, it's a can reference, the, the band Can. No, it's a reference to upstairs, downstairs. That's far cooler than Khan, isn't it? I mean, Johnny Rotten loves Khan. I actually didn't even realize there was a. Um, I didn't realize there was a TV show until after the album came out. Yes, people, you you never people. watched Masturbate Theater at all, Mike York. <laughs> No, I never did. Upstairs, downstairs. It was an outstanding PBS show. 
So you didn't think of that at all then? It was a con reference. Oh, my God. What is that going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I guess um, apparently this, the, old, the first singer of Can, Malcolm Mooney, I guess went kind of nuts on stage one night and just kept repeating the words upstairs, downstairs, over and over again. So I took that as a metaphor for my life or something. Now, if somebody is a longtime fan of your work, Mikey, from the Ergs, coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, how would they be shocked by that statement that it's a con reference and not an upstairs, downstairs <laughs> reference? I don't know if they would be shocked because I'm like, I'm a music nerd more more so than I'm a TV nerd. Exactly. Like, what <laughs> revelations have you been given when you found out that your favorite songs or favorite song titles are not titled the way you thought they were titled? I don't know. I, I, it's it's not, it's fun to uh, I don't know. Sometimes you don't want to reveal that kind of stuff because you like people to have their own interpretation of everything. But I, I also I like I like hearing explanations of songs i like the you know storytellers and all that i like hearing where where things came from well, what ideas were in the people's heads when they wrote the songs and stuff well specifically key of c quote mm -hmm. there's a picture to prove it in case you don't remember pictures i want to see pictures <laughs> well that's about that's about blacking out at a party no uh, it's about drunk. a picture that you have <laughs> under your pillow that you keep isn't it Yes, it is. It is. I want to see pictures. I want to see pictures. And also in that song, Key of C, Mikey Erg, there's a song in my head. What song? Was that a Lisa Loeb song that you were thinking of? It, it probably was. I, I, do love, I do love Lisa Loeb. I think that's great that you're not afraid to admit that you love the Jim Blossoms and Lisa Loeb. What's the importance right. of Gin Blossoms? What's that? What's the importance of the Gin Blossoms? Uh, the Gin Blossoms first album is just one of the great one of the great pop records of all time in my opinion and you ended and, up uh, covering them yeah yeah the urge covered hey jealousy which is you know the obvious one but we just we, there was a lot of times where the urge would just mess around at practice and like just cover things randomly and that was just one of the ones that we all ended up knowing for some reason so we would play it out kind of as a joke at first and then people would actually ask for it so we, we would do it more often, and then we needed a song for split. Now I, I like doing, I like doing singles where you you do an original and then a cover. I, I think it's a cool way to like. I I got into a lot of bands because you know bands like Boris Sprinkler and stuff would cover, you know, the under or the Rizzillos and stuff like that. So it's a good way to get people into bands that they may not have heard. Mikey Erg coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada this Tuesday to the Railway Club. What was your first punk gig? Were you a top 40 Jim Blossomer before you became a punk? What was your first punk gig? My first punk show was, um, I believe it was The Descendants in 1996 at the Roseland Ballroom, the Caffeine Nation Tour. Have you played Roseland Ballroom since? I have not. Have you been in the Roseland Ballroom since? I, I've been there a few times. I saw, saw Weezer there once, I believe, and I saw, I just saw, the last show I saw there was My Bloody Valentine a couple years ago. So it was Descendants and, at the Roseland Ballroom, but yeah. what got you into the Descendants? Who tipped it all off to you? Was it Juliana Hatfield and the Violent Femmes and Del Fuego's lyric that kicked it off for you? <laughs> yes. 
that was, that was a that's a good way. That's another like you know I checked out the Del Fuegos because of Julian Hatfield mentioning them. But what made it's you check name. out punk rock and the Descendants? What actually got you into that? Got me into punk rock. Probably, uh, I was always really you know I was a rap music fan and would read you know. Spin and Rolling Stone ever since I was like ever since but I come on you don't want to give it. Spin or Rolling Stone some credit it's got to be a friend of yours like for me personally my friend Mike lent me a whole bunch of records thank you very mm-hmm. much Mike and my friend Gary who are your friends who are your Mikes and your Gary's well, actually, Mike Erg? I, I first heard like the Sex Pistols and the Clash from, from Jeff from the Ergs when we were in middle school he uh, he had he, he was another rabid music fan and he, he had London Calling and Nevermind the Bollocks and that's the first I heard those bands, probably, you know, hearing Green Day and stuff on the radio and Rancid, those, I'm sure those had a played a part in getting me. And how did like you discover new, the Germs? Work. Did you discover the Germs through Courtney Love and her covers of the Germs? I think I discovered, I, I think I just read about the Germs in, in a book or something and saw the t-shirt and thought it looked cool so I, th- I, I like the look of the blue circle so I, uh, I think I bought I just bought the collection CD after that and then you ended up playing with the germs did you play with the germs the, yeah but, um, I had a hardcore band called Psych to Die and we um, we played with the germs at Asbury Lanes in Asbury Park and it was a great it was a great night and I convinced Lorna Doom to give me a germs burn so I, I have a I have a germs burn from Lorna Doom. Now has she given out many recently? Were anybody else uh, anybody else lining up for it? I know she gave out one other one to my friend Josh that night. And I know she gave uh, Patty from Dillinger Four one a couple weeks previous to that. So um, I, I guess she she gives them out sparingly. She made me kind of give her a good reason to give <laughs> to give, to give me one. I actually and recently she ended up just giving me one anyway because I was in the opening band and she liked us. So I recently, or well, a couple months ago, well, actually maybe a year ago, interviewed Ron Ray's from nice. Black Flag and now has a brand mm-hmm. new band called Piggy, and he showed me his germs burn from years ago. It's still standing up. Could you describe a germs burn and how much it might have hurt? Because if his is still standing after all these years, what does yours look like? And did it hurt? It's uh. Yeah, it's still there. It's it's pretty. It was a pretty good one. She held it on there for about fifteen, twenty seconds. So it's um, and it 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 it, it didn't really hurt. I mean, it hurt, but it wasn't like unbearable pain. I think I was just so happy that I was getting one. <laughs> Did you have to bring the cigarettes? Uh, no, she was smoking one at the time. And you are Mikey Irk coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, to the Railway Club this Tuesday night as part of a big tour that's happening right across Canada or everywhere. It's it's uh, Western Canada. We uh, we end in, in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Like it's like it's just a five or six day tour, I think. And it's Mikey, you playing guitar, not playing drums, right? Yeah, it's just me me playing electric guitar and singing, kind of Billy Bragg style. And Mikey Erk, you are here today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show because of Best Coast. Yes. <laughs> How did all this a, happen? That was a crazy. I was just, I was just like you know I was just watching. I think uh, Ali had tweeted of that that you had interviewed her or that, and I was you know I always kind of follow whatever she's up to, and um, 
and it was an interview with Nardwar, who I'm a big fan of. So I um, just uh, I, w- I was watching it, and I was kind of taken aback when I heard my name getting mentioned. I, I actually did a legitimate spit take. Now, it was pretty, you know, I but, was pretty surprised to hear that. But it's not too surprising to have Ergs and Ali and Beskos mentioned together because you knew her from her band, The Pot in the Kettle, right? That's right. <laughs> what was and, Ali? Uh, what was Ali like back then in The Pot and the Kettle, Mikey? <laughs> she was. She was the same. I mean, you know, she was. She's always. She's always been awesome. And it was. A, and she, I, I. I always liked all of her bands. And she pot just the and she I, I, tweeted, forgot, I, I forgot about the pot in the kettle. The pot in the kettle, and she just tweeted actually just to say right now, tell Mikey I say hi and I miss him. Oh, I miss her too, and hopefully we'll cross paths at some point. From Ali, and also shout out to Gary Lee from Scotland, who also helped me connect myself to you, Mikey Erg. Nice. I'm speaking here to Mikey Erg live on Denard Ward, a human serviette radio show. So thank you, Ali, and thank you at Gary Lee from Scotland. <laughs> Have you played Scotland before? Did your tour get cancelled? Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I've never been to Europe yet. Um, yeah, the, the weird, it was weird. The, uh, I, was, I was going over there playing drums with a, for a band called the Impulse International, and, um, and they had to cancel the tour well, like when I was going over there with them, I was basically saying to the singer, like, I, I'd like to, you know, book some solo shows on like nights off and, you know, if there's any time before our shows or whatever. And he was just, he said that he's like, we'll, we'll just get you on the shows. So it became me opening for the Impulse International. And then the Impulse had to cancel the tour. And so I just assumed that the whole thing was canceled. But then I guess they continued booking it as just a me solo tour. But I'd already kind of like gotten rid of my plane tickets and stuff because I didn't think of, you know, I didn't think the tour was happening. So it was kind of just a big kind of misunderstanding mix up. But I'd love to go over there. Everybody, everybody that goes there says, comes back and says that, you know, the urge are pretty popular <laughs> over there. Well, Gary Lee from Scotland really wanted me to talk to you. So thank you, Gary right. Lee, for the thank hookup. You. UK love for Mikey Erg. And hopefully some love for Mikey Erg as well. This Tuesday at the Railway Club in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Mikey Erg is coming to Vancouver to do a solo set at the Railway Club. I also knew about you, Mikey, through Razor Cake. And that's the magazine that I showed Best Coast. You were on the cover of Razor Cake. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd Razor Cake. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, we were uh, were pretty shocked by that, too. That That was one of our first, like... One of the first times we were ever in any any magazines or anything like it was pretty early on, right right around when our first record came out, our first out full length. Um, we just did a randomly did an interview in L.A. with with them. That <laughs> they showed up and we were on the cover. They, they have this policy when they don't tell bands that they're going to be on the cover. Uh, they they want it to be a surprise when when you open the box of books. <laughs> well, it was a great cover and it made a last, lasting impression on me, and that's why I had to bring it up to Best Coast. But also, I had heard of the Ergs, Mikey Erg, from Frank Unlovable. Frank Unlovable. Uh, he's one of the best guys in the world. I love him. From the Unlovables. Now, how did I meet Frank Unlovable? How do you think I met Frank Unlovable? Through what band? Was it through the smugglers? Through the smugglers. And how do you think Frank Unlovable met the smugglers? Through what band? 
I don't know. A fellow uh, lookout band. What? What bit? A fellow lookout band. Another hmm. lookout band, not the Smugglers. Also from Vancouver, Cub. The band oh, Cub, Cub yes. from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yes. Because Frank was a big Cub fan. So thank you, Lisa Moore, from Cub. <laughs> because if it wasn't for Cub, I wouldn't be speaking to you, Mikey Erg on an Ardwater Human Serviette radio well, show. Because I had yeah. heard of the Ergs through Frank Unlovable. Like, this keeps going on and on. And actually, That's there's another connection here, too. Because Frank from the Unlovables has a dog called Snacks. And Bethany from Best Coast has a cat called... Snacks. 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 <laughs> Snacks. More connections to Mikey Eric. Plus, I remember also going through Go Metric, the fanzine Go Metric, and the Kung Fu Monkeys guys, who I think you play with. And I think they had these weird Battle of the Bands thing where it might have been like the Ergs versus Bikini Kill. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And who won? I, I don't remember. I think the won. Ergs came out victorious, but it was great. Go Metric was such a great zine, isn't it? Yeah, I love, I love Mike. I love, like, actually, one of, one of the, one of the first, uh, probably right after that Descendants gig, I saw a Dickies show that Egghead opened up for, and I got, um, I got a copy, the latest copy of Go Metric, and it was a reverso cover where you could, you could reverse the, you could turn it inside out, and and it, it became a uh, like straight edge vegan hardcore magazine, so you didn't have to look like a wolf that was reading a dorky go metric <laughs> and that 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 i was laughing for hours over that so i i knew that these guys were were <laughs> what i wanted to be like <laughs> and you ended up joining their band the kung fu monkeys right i, I did end up joining the kung fu monkeys after a while mikey Ur- was a is, there, is there a tim armstrong guitar there is he has his own signature. His own signature model. Yeah, he has his own acoustic guitar. How is it? Have you played it? I have played it. My one of my friends, uh, my friend Warren has has one, and I play with him sometimes. And sometimes I just borrow it because I like the feel of it. It's a very nice guitar, and it's actually pretty inexpensive. Have you encountered any other signature guitars from punk rock stars? Uh, I know that there's a. Um, I actually just in a music store the other day saw a Tom DeLonge. Signature, which is just, it just has, it's an electric guitar with one pickup fender. Um, let's see, I have, or I've, I've played the Getty Lee bass, Canadian, fellow, or fellow Canadian Getty Lee. Thank you. We have to mention him once a show, always on an Ardwarty Human that's, Serviette that's radio I, show. Uh, that's, uh, that's what I assumed. Yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a few. I actually almost bought the Avril Lavigne Signature Series electric guitar. It's just a Telecaster with one humbucker pickup. Wow, I've really it's opened got, up a whole... checkerboard. I've opened checkerboard up... Checkerboard pickguard. I've opened up a whole can of worms here. You could form a whole there's band a, with all that gear. Someone's phone is ringing. Yeah, what's in the background? Where are you calling from right now? I'm backstage at the at the lovely Triple Rock Social Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. About to play. So we're playing tonight. The Soviets. The Soviets are playing. You also play, Mikey, in the Star Fucking Hipsters. That's right. Now, is it true that they at one time really had a member from Old Skull in their band? I don't know if he was ever. I, he I, he might have been in the band. I, I know he lived, or both members of Old Skull lived at the C at C Squat. 
I and, love uh, the I've, old school. I've, I've met them at a couple parties and stuff, but I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they ever played in the band. I, I always call them old school, but I love the old skull. I love the old skull and yeah. homeless. What's your favorite old skull tune? Um, I'm not too familiar with their record. I, I need to get that, that record. I haven't, I haven't actually heard it. It's but kind I, of a, it's one of those things I keep meaning to check out. And it's kind of a sad story here. about so, the band. So much music. <laughs> it's kind of a sad story about the band, isn't it? Like some members have passed away, and I think their parents have passed. It was quite sad, isn't it? The yeah, whole... well, yeah, I know one of them. One of them just passed away a couple years ago. But or the, a year ago, I think. But the music lives on. Old school. Yeah. Just like the music, music just like the music of Mikey Erg coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, to the Railway Club this Tuesday night, and winding up here with Mikey Erg, Tony Sly, you're on tour with. Mm-hmm. Now he has some sort of no use for a name connection. Yeah, he's the he's the, the singer guitar player for No Use for a Name. Now, how have the Foo Fighters ruined No <laughs> Use for a Name? Um, uh, the. No, your surname no longer has Chris Shiplett in the band, who is a who added a lot. Yeah, and I guess it really hurts me to see the word no use for a name because now all I think about is the Foo Fighters every time I think of that band. Do you get any Foo Fighter fans coming out? Like, are you advertised as containing a Foo Fighter? <laughs> uh, no, because it's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I haven't even. I met Tony once, and uh, but I haven't actually we haven't actually started anything yet. So, or I guess it should be billed more as Tony Sly featuring a member that once played with a present day Foo Fighter. What has the <laughs> billing of the shows been? Because you're Mikey Erg from the Ergs, but the Ergs are not playing. How do they bill this tour? Uh, yeah, I just I just get billed as Mikey Erg, and we'll, and see what happens. I've, I've never been to Western Canada, so I'm very excited to. To come and play and see what see what happens. Any house shows on this particular tour at all, Mikey? I think they're all clubs, but I'm open to open to a late night house gig if, if any of them come up. So the Germs have seen you perform in many of your bands. Now, That's what true. about Rollins? Has he seen you yet? No, he hasn't. I don't think. And the closest you've got to Rollins is. Um. I ran into him. Well, I saw him on the street in New York and followed him and, and couldn't say anything to him. It just got too nervous. I did the exact same thing. It was actually <laughs> in Los Angeles. I saw him. I was going to like a guitar center or something like that. And uh, I was looking over and I saw a guy and my buddy that was with me, Hugh, said, that is Henry Rollins. He's in the front seat of that Carmagia driven by a beautiful girl. And I went, wow, that's, that's Henry Rollins. And I just kept looking at him. He got out of the Carmagia. Then he walked right to like a frame shop. I was like standing with my back to the window of the frame shop that was like near the guitar center. So my back was right to the window. And he looked right at me, like right in my eyes, like, ah. And then he walked into the frame shop. And then he walked out of the frame shop, looked in my eyes, ah. Then got back in the car, and then afterwards, I could see him pounding on the dashboard of the Carmagia. And I was like, oh my God, what happened there? And then I interviewed Henry Rollins a few years later, and you can actually see that interview on YouTube. And I said, hey, Henry, 
You know, I know you. I think I know you, which is a play on words for a sub pop seven inch that he did on a sub pop single club. So it was like, I think I know you. Uh, I think I know you. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I see. You're playing a game now. I'm like, no, I think I know you. I saw <laughs> you before in Los Angeles outside a frame shop. You're in a beautiful karma game. It's like, yeah, is that the time that like some guy was like looking at me and then like I like pounded on the dashboard <laughs> of my car to karma my friend's karma and wrecked it. I was like, yeah, that was me. It's like the way he was telling the story. It's like he might have even used it in one of his own spoken word type things. It was like amazing, but he didn't want to give me any credit that I was actually the guy he was talking about in the actual spoken word thing. So I've come close to him too. It's maybe he did pound. Yeah, I've seen those interviews. It's, it it always seemed like he hated you in those interviews. Oh, I, I think... never knew. I never knew whether that was an act or not. Well, I do hope one day to interview him again, and I do always email him over and over again, like, Rollins, can we please do an interview? Can we please do an interview? And he says, I have to get a new act, but I'm going to keep going at it over and over again. And actually, speaking of interviews, Mikey Erg, and we're speaking here to Mikey Erg from the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show call-in line. Mikey Erg, I interviewed Ben Queller at one time. Nice. He had a promo toothbrush, and he was on a record label run by Dave Matthews. Were those the reasons for you championing Ben Queller, you know, promo toothbrush and Dave Matthews? What's that? Were those the reasons you championed Ben Queller? Oh, I just saw him, I saw him live open for um, Evan Dando, and I just thought it was, I thought he was amazing. (laughs) And then, uh... And it was before he had any records out. He might have had like his demo or the Freak Out. It's Ben Queller, one of those independent ones that he did. But I was a, was a huge fan from from the first time I saw him. And then I would just go see him all the time. And then wrote a song about a girl who who was a, a fan of his as well. And then titled the record after it. And a lot of people say, or a lot of people think it's me making fun of him for some reason. But if you listen to the song, it's obviously a love song and I'm not making fun of him did you give him a copy to record or did he return the favor to you at all by doing a song about Mikey Erg <laughs> he did he, he, not that I know of um, I, from I, I've heard multiple people tell me that they've given him a copy of of the record like at least three or four people so I'm assuming one, assuming he at least has a copy of it and apparently someone told me that he thought it was cute and funny or something so as long as he's not suing us, that's cool. Mikey Irk, did Ben Weasel get back to you about drumming in the Weasel at all? He did. I, I wrote him once. Uh, just uh, I, I, there's, a, there's a message, a pop punk message board that I, that I, I follow, and um, he was. Um, was he say? Oh, he he. Or I, I just posted on it saying, "Hey, you know, it was right after the Irks broke up." I was like, "Hey, Ben Weasel." Uh, I'm looking for a gig if you if you need a drummer. And he wrote me back. He wrote me this long this long letter kind of explaining like why it wasn't wouldn't it, would, why it wouldn't be worth it for me to do it. <laughs> and uh but it was very nice. It, it, you know, he was um yeah, he was he was very nice and he just he wrote this really nice thing and said that he would definitely love to play with me at some point. He he would love to he was talking about this new studio that he was starting with someone, and I should come out and do some tracks and all that stuff. So it, it was it was nice to hear back from him and hear like a nice, you know, have that nice response. But 
But then, you know, and then all this other stuff happened, and that's <laughs> he got crazy. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Like, since South by Southwest, has he approached you? Like, didn't his band quit on him? Uh, no, no, he hasn't approached me, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think, he's, I think he's laying low for a little while. I think he's staying out of the, uh, staying out of the spotlight for a minute, kind of re- uh, reassessing everything. Well, you, Mikey Erg, are no stranger to controversy yourself. For instance, aside from approaching Ben Weasel, you also, I see, tweeted Varg from Burzum. Mm-hmm. So does that mean you want to join the Burzum, too? I'll, I'll join everybody. I'll join it. I'll, I'll do anything. I just play, I played some shows with this hardcore band called Ensign few days ago, so I'm, I'm just sp- spreading it all around. I just want to, I, I just love playing music, so. Mike York, how many times did you play no B- ABC No Rio? <laughs> I've only played there, I think I've only played there once. Psyched I played there once, and I've seen a few shows there. I saw the Locust there once. Um, but I think the Ergs the were supposed to play there, and I heard that they, they didn't like our lyrics or something. There's something something about our, uh, our lyrics that were offensive. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was. It could have been our cover of Nasty Ho by the Neurotic Outsiders. Are they still going then, ABC No Rio? Yeah, they're still there. And how many times do you play CBGBs? I played there a few times. The Unlovables played there a lot. I just played there a couple times. But that, that's, I loved playing there. The sound was the best sound. Like, it, it was the best sounding club that I've ever been to, I think. What's happening, Mikey Erg, with the goddamn doo-wop band? They are, they're still going. They're, they're actually playing a show Monday. But they, when they're in town, they have, they have a Minneapolis drummer. I kind of just fill in whenever they, um, whenever they need someone. If they're on the road or something and their drummer can't travel. So back to Mikey Erg. Mikey Erg's coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada this Tuesday night to the Railway Club. Right now, Mikey, you're playing a gig with the Soviets. That's right. What was Radfest? Radfest was a um, it was a fest in North Carolina. It's, I think um, this guy Chasen, he I think it was his graduation present to himself was to have a fest, and it was a uh, it was fun. It was it was it was mainly bands that play like the Gainesville Fest, but it was a really good time. It was kind of more low-key than the Gainesville Fest usually is, so it was kind of nice to have a little breathing room and be able to get into all the shows. And Mike, Mikey, if people want to get a hold of your stuff, what is the best way to do that? What do you have out? Like, you have a 12-inch heart-shaped single? Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I have out solo so far. Um, I'm doing a split with the drummer from Lemuria, Alex Kearns, on Asian Man Records at some point. As soon as we get the uh, the artwork sorted out, is it a um, drum battle? <coughs> What's that? Is it a drum battle? Uh, no, it's actually just both of us doing our, you know, so our, our songs. Uh, he, he, it's uh, both of us playing all the instruments, you know. And have you and, done anything uh, like that? Have you ever done a drum battle? You know, like Chili, Go- like Chili Gonzalez did the piano battle with Andrew WK. Have you thought about doing the drum battle, Buddy Rich, Rich style? No, I wouldn't want to do. I'm not. I'm not good enough to battle anybody on the drums. I'd, I would just be embarrassed. 
Well, I've, people would love to see that, I'm sure, right? <laughs> I, will, I would do it. I'm open to anything. I think a drum battle would be incredible. Like, it would be great. Like, drum drops. <laughs> like, quick sample record. Have you done any rap stuff at all? Any rap stuff? I haven't. Uh, except I've, I've, you know, we toured with MC Chris. So I was toying with the other. At some point, I was going to do some stuff with him, but it never, it never really worked out. Well, I'm sure a drum battle would work out just great in your favor, Mikey, because you're the secret weapon for a lot of bands. Yes, I would. I would love. I would. I would love to do it. I'll. I'll work on it. We'll see. Uh, Alex would be a good person to do it with. He's a. I love his drumming. Well, thanks. We might, might compliment each other well. We'll have to talk about that. Well, thanks so much for phoning into the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, Mikey. I'm sorry you don't quite remember agreeing to do this interview, as you tweeted. You weren't sure that you remembered agreeing to do this interview, right? I did not remember. Well, I, I remembered. I didn't remember writing you initially. But thank you again, Ali and Gary Lee from Scotland, for setting everything up. And people in Vancouver, please check out Mikey this Tuesday night at the Railway Club in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And right now, we're going to end with Key of C. And we're also going to play Little Hands of Concrete. What can you tell the people about those tracks? Those are on the, on the heart-shaped 12-inch. And they, uh, I basically, I was just asked to do a heart-shaped 12-inch for Valentine's Day. So I quickly went into the studio and just recorded these two songs. Kind of my, they're my two newest tunes. Well, it's thanks. Me, it's me playing everything. Well, thanks so much, Mikey. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Um, no, I'm just excited to meet everybody in Vancouver on Tuesday. Well, so, come on out to the show. I would love to see everybody. This Tuesday at the Railway Club in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Well, thanks so much again, Mikey. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot doot a loot do. Doot doot. There's a picture to prove it in case you don't remember Cause the moment is gone and it's no longer December And there's a song that makes me think I got you wrong But there's a picture to prove it in case you don't remember Now there's a terrible truth that's so hard to swallow There's a picture of you in my head that's got me feeling all wrong. 
ってくれ、本当に。